You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Oh, today's going to be fun, folks. Today is going to be fun. My guest today is Mitch Graff. He is, well, he's somebody who's done a thing or two. He is the father of three. <laughs> he has got a couple of nationally syndicated radio shows, owns four businesses, and has been in the business world for the last 35 years. And um, I'll tell you what, he sports a really cool haircut, too. Um, <laughs> I got I to tell you what, he's... Uh, uh, he, he's, you're, we're going to have a lot of fun with this conversation today because, um, Mitch lives by a lot of the, the uh, principles of, of how we live, how, how I live my life, how our family lives our life and so forth. Um, and we're going to just be talking today about some of the things that have been going on in the world, especially in the business world over the last, uh, couple of years, um, you've probably all experienced this, that you go somewhere and, and the person behind the counter could care less that you're there. The server can care less that you're there. They're more interested in being on their device. They're, we're disconnected in this space. And in the business world, that can mean death for your business. And so Mitch Graff is also the author of the book, Customer Service is Dead, Delivering the Six-Star Service in a one-star world. Mitch, welcome to the show today. Hey, Justin, I'm glad to be here. And a real quick comment on being hair impaired. Uh, I still have hair. I just choose to keep it short. But my dad used to say, you know, son, the Graff family, we use our hormones doing other things. Some people use their hair to grow hair on top of their head, their hormones to hair on top of their head. I never knew what that meant. (laughs) But, uh, you know, Yes, we are hair impaired for sure. Yeah, uh, one thing I've really noticed, stuff. Justin, the last handful of years, and you've probably seen the same thing. Um, first, you had the online challenges where as businesses made that migration online, this is before COVID, customer service took a back seat. And all of a sudden, the never-ending phone tree and the chat bots that take you 20 minutes before you get a live person, which that actually happened to me yesterday. I was doing a chat, and it took them 20 minutes before the person came on. But the button said instant chat now. And I clicked on it and 20 minutes later. 20 minutes later. Uh, but anyway, between that and COVID, customer service really has become an automated function of a lot of businesses. And one of the things I've always done in my in my companies and with my philosophies is what can I do personally, whether it's a catering company, a manufacturing company, a service company, what can I do to go above and beyond what my clients expect? And what does it hurt to give a little bit extra? And I was raised in the country. I'm a country boy. I believe in rounding up on service, rounding up on quantities. And I think that's a message that, and I don't care what space that you're in. I don't care what you're doing, selling a house, meat, corn, bricks, potatoes, a restaurant, or selling paper products. You need to take care of your customers. If you just did that and every one of your customers brought you one more customer this year, guess what? You just doubled your business. And those numbers sound easy, and they really are. If you go back to the basics, the fundamental foundation of any solid business plan, taking care of the people that give you money 
in exchange for a product or service, whatever that is. And so I'm kind of on a mission. I'm out there trying to convince people to give six star service, whatever that means to them. <laughs> I, I absolutely love that. We, we need more of that, right? We need to get back to, I know it's a really fast paced world, but we, we need to get kind of get back to the basics of, you know, taking care of one another, not, you know, taking care of our clients, taking care of our employees and really leaning into them. I had a previous guest on the show. We were talking about the concept of, of empathy, right? Mm-hmm. And we, and we were looking at it from the place of employees, but we've got to look at that towards our clients as well Absolutely. as to how do we fulfill their needs? But I, I got to ask you, Mitch, we, we kind of know that it's a little bit of uh you know, between uh, COVID and between, um, you know, the, the metaverse and, you know, and, and devices and so forth. What are some of the contributing factors that have led to this lack of communication, this lack of, of customer service? Well, part of it really is the, the phone became such a great tool for most businesses. And what, back in the olden days, you know, I'm, I just turned 60 and I have a 16, 14 and seven year old kid. So my perspective wow. on a lot of things business wise are different than a lot of the, the new age entrepreneurs. But I remember back in the days when they called them service stations. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you actually had somebody come out and pump your gas for you and clean your window and all, and all of that. Oh, everything and say, how are you doing, sir? Yeah. They check your tire pressure, check your oil, clean the windows, do all that stuff. And oh, yes, you also got gas while you're there. Well, now they're just gas stations. And my family gets a little embarrassed when we go out and we'll go to a gas station, we'll go to a, a, a Safeway or whatever. And the first thing the person says is, would you like a bag? Like, no, hello. <laughs> Hi there first. <laughs> Greet your customers first. I have no problem calling them out. And I do it all the time. And it's amazing how many people are not given that training. We're talking about multi-billion dollar brands that are putting their brand in the hands of a lot of times minimum wage employees that are not given that customer service, that customer experience training. And I don't expect a, 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 a IQ of 180. I just want someone to say, hey, good morning, sir. How are you? Make eye contact. Give me a little smile. That's all I expect. But that's going to go a long way for a company, whether you have one employee or a thousand employees, to building that brand loyalty and creating rabid fans for your brand. And it's not about the quality of the products and the services. It's about the quality of the people that deliver that messaging. And I think that's what's kind of lacking the last handful of years. And and it's not getting better, Justin. It's only going to get worse as more people are being automated, systems are being automated. And I'm a huge automation guy. I believe in breaking down things in your business and your life uh, into the fewest number of pieces and then rebuilding those systems with fewer moving pieces. I'm a huge proponent of that. In fact, I build my life on that. But that doesn't mean that we have to forget that human interaction, that human touch, that, like you said, that empathy, understanding the customer. God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. We need to listen to their feelings, their thoughts, their emotions, their aspirations, their dreams, and then figure out how our product and service can meet those goals, aspirations, and dreams with empathy. Absolutely. Oh, I absolutely love this. And uh, on, on the backs of the break here, we're going to dive into more of the conversations of what can we be doing in our businesses as to how to move the needle forward to bring us back into that customer service mindset? But before we go on break, where can people go find more information about you? Well, any of my books, you can just go to any any bookstore, a brick and mortar, or you can go online. Uh, Amazon's the easiest one, obviously. You order it, you get it in two days. I've written, I think, nine books. 
Uh, the last one, the customer services dad uh, is now on Amazon. You can also go to Barnes and Noble. You can also go to powermarketing101.com. It's P is in Paul, powermarketing101.com. Uh, and that's my educational business that has uh, consulting and teaching and mentoring and books. <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic. Folks, go take a look at what Mitch has got going on. And when we get back for the break, we're going to dive down this rabbit hole a little bit farther in, in how we can start retraining our employees, our businesses, and, and what it's going to take for us to get back to a more customer-centric type of business. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Mitch Graff, and he is the author of Customer Service is Dead. Delivering six star service in an A one in a in a one star world, Mitch. Before the break, we were talking about how did we just get to this place of customer services that how did we you know how did we get to the point where that wasn't even acceptable? And we explored some of the things that that led us there. But now I want to kind of flip it a little bit and, and talk about how do we fix it? How do, how do we get it back to where where we get businesses focusing on? really what's most important, and that's taking care of the client. What, what are some of the steps that businesses can take to start reinvigorating customer service for themselves? Well, I'm going to paint a picture of a, a six-point star, right? I mean, we, we all are used to the five-star rating system in the world, whether you go to TripAdvisor, whether you go to Yelp, it's all five stars, and that's how the world is judged. That's how people judge us, is how many stars do you have? Well, I've proposed the six-star uh, mentality. And so just imagine six points of the star. And there's six promises that I believe that every business, and again, I don't care what space you are in, what vertical you're in. There's six things that you should be promising your clients slash guests slash customers, whatever you call people that give you money in exchange for a product or service. Uh, star number one is to do your absolute best to exceed expectations, not just meet them, but figuring out ways to go above and beyond. That's star one. Star two, is we need to get back to treating our customers like gold with every interaction. That doesn't just mean in person, Justin. That means if you're just online only, your website is that touch point. You have to make sure that everything about that website is customer centric. And it's all about making them uh, their experience as best as it can be. Six star. Uh, point number three is we need to correct our mistakes quickly and efficiently. And I think that's something a lot of people really are afraid of because, oh my gosh, I got a one-star review. I'm going to hide it. I'm not going to, I'm going to avoid it at all costs. Now, the best thing you do is make a phone call. Uh, five stars are great. One stars, those two things you can, you need to reach out to people. Three stars, mediocre. You're not going to really change people's mind there, but you get a bad review. You need to, be, before a day goes by, before 24 hours goes by, you need to reach out, diffuse, find out, let them just vent, let them just talk to you. That's vitally uh, important. Uh, star number four is to create an unparalleled culture of customer service excellence. And that starts with your employees, those frontline employees that we were talking about before the break, people that are holding the brands in their hands. A lot of times they're only paid minimum wage or maybe a little bit above that. 
but you need to make sure they're given the training and the tools and the skill sets to be able to deal with customers. Uh, when you go to Rich Carlton, each employee is given up to $2,000 a day to fix a problem that may come up with a guest. They don't have to go check with the manager. They don't have to go check with the boss. They don't have to go to a rule book. They are given the discrepancy of, okay, I have uh, Uncle Charlie right here in front of me. He's upset about item X. They have the ability to fix that problem and actually put money towards that without asking permission, which means it's solved right then and there. And then after the fact, they go and tell the boss about it. If we all kind of accepted that mentality and, and start figuring out ways to incorporate that into our own business fabric, magical things would start to happen. Uh, start number five is to build a relationship with our customers based on mutual respect. I think that's something that a lot of people have forgotten about. Everything is political these days. Everything is left or right. There isn't any compromise anymore. We just need to understand that building mutual respect. We respect them. They respect us. That's how you move that ball forward. And start number six, never forget that customers are the most important part of our business relationship. And if we just take care of them and they all bring you just one a year, you double your business year over year. And that right there, that's the secret sauce. How can we <laughs> take care of our customers so much and provide such an impeccable experience that they will bring one of their friends and family or coworkers to us uh, and, be and they become a fan of ours as well? Right there is doubling year over year. In five years, you can be a thousand percent more than you are today by doing that simple little task. I, I absolutely love that. That um, <clears throat> those those six points are, are absolutely fantastic. But I got I got to ask now, being in business, right? Let's say you you're in business and you know your customer service is it could be keep could be improved. You know, when you're inside the box, when you're inside the construct, it can be hard to see. Excuse me. How do you start getting? the management, the executive teams to start looking at business and customer service differently than what they're doing. Because it's so easy to get caught up in the automation because, right, it saves money on the bottom oh, line. Yeah. How, how, do you, how, how do you get them to start looking at automation and, uh, you know, the fact that even though you're saving money and through, through automation and whatnot, how do you get them to start focusing on uh, and looking at that, at that human aspect again. Well, what I like to do with my companies, you know, and I have a manufacturing company, I have a consulting company, I have a catering company, uh, I have a barbecue spice company that we're in about 4,000 stores across the country. So I'm in a lot of different spaces. But one of the things I like to do is, okay, if I were a customer of Barbecue Nation, what do I want to see? When I visit a website, what do I, what bells and whistles do I expect to see? And what features of a website, since we're kind of talking about online, what do I need to see in order for me to have a good experience? And then if it's something in person, what do I expect from my teller at the bank? What do I expect from the person at the five and dime store? And you start with that. And the thing, most of these owners that are out there, small, medium, large, it doesn't matter. They started with the dream and a passion and an idea. And then it became two employees and four and 10 and 100 and 1,000. And you know, some of these guys have 100,000 people under their, under their uh, employment. And they forgot what it was like to go out there and serve a customer. So what I recommend is besides pretending you're the customer, go out there and spend time with these customers, whether it be in person, whether it be on the phone, uh, whether it be back in shipping department to find out what the glitches are in the automation systems that are causing the customer experience not to be the best it can be. 
I talked to a guy last week that has a business that's in manufacturing and you order something from his company, four to six weeks. And the question I, and he said that people just drop orders left and right. He has like a 10% actual ship rate from the time he gets the order. Only 10% of the orders are actually shipped. 90% of the people cancel. It's like, what's it going to take in order for you to ship within 24 hours? And he told me three things like off the top of his head. If I do this, this, and this, I can ship in 24 hours. I said, done. My consulting with you is done. Do those three things. Good things will start to happen and you will revolutionize your entire business and your lifestyle because you know, I always say you build your lifestyle first and then reverse engineer to figure out what the business blueprint needs to look like. Uh, and sometimes we get caught up in that. Like you said earlier, we get caught up in it. We're working 100 hours a week, everything to build the beast. And we forget what we're doing it for, which is our kids, which is our grandkids, which is our families, which is time sitting in the back tree staring or sitting in the backyard staring at that tree or going to the mountains and staring at the river. That's what drives us. That's what motivates us. We all have a different you know, metaphorical tree, what is that that drives you? And that's what should drive your businesses as well. So get out there and figure out ways to touch your customers and find out what their perspectives are and listen to them. Listen to them. I love the fact that you say get down there and get boots on ground. Go mm-hmm. take a look, right? Step out of the ivory tower. <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. Like it come, come down to where the magic actually happens. And, and take a look for yourself. You know, you don't have to go full on undercover boss, but just step <laughs> back into the systems, go through it yourself, buy something from your own business and see how it works. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's one of the things that's been forgotten in, uh, especially in small business. We are, our attention spans are so short. We have forgotten the basic, the principles, the sales, the marketing, the pricing, the branding, managing your time efficiently. You know, and everybody knows the old 80-20 principle, 80% of our results come from 20% of our efforts. I think it's actually more like 95-5 these days, where 95% of all of our positive results are a direct result of the 5% of the stuff that we do that are the most important. So how easy is it to say, okay, what are the most important 5% of the things that I do every day? And then I'm going to make sure I spend time doing those things. And then the other 95%, I'm going to delegate, I'm going to automate, I'm going to eliminate, I'm going to procrastinate, I'm going to do whatever to clean my plate so that I can therefore focus on the things that really truly make a difference in my business, in my life. If we can do that, if we all can do that, and you don't have to maybe get to that exact 95.5, but if you can just make improvements, you know, incremental improvements on that, man, good things will happen to you and your business like you would never, ever imagine. I, I agree. I can testify to that that's that's how we <laughs> built our life we 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 live our life i like I, I love the fact that on your site you, you believe that every day is a saturday oh absolutely you know i and, absolutely love that every day is a saturday and that that 24 7 lifestyle mm-hmm. that i've been living for 25 years 24 hours a week seven months a year it might sound pie in the sky but i'll tell you every single day that is my driving beacon on my hill how can i be more efficient at what i do so i can free my time up to do the things in life that are most important to me. My little girl, seven-year-old girl, she's home with me today and I can't wait to be done with daddy's work so I can hang out with her. So when she's my age, she remembers me. You know, I'm 60, she's seven. You don't know what life brings you, right, Justin? You don't know what tomorrow brings. So man, you got to live in this moment right now and it's not about working those 100 hours. So if I can be really efficient, that's why I'm so motivated to be efficient. I'm not lazy. I just want to get stuff done fast and move on. 
uh, to yeah. that 24 seven mentality. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's an exciting space I'm in and it doesn't matter what I do. I can apply those same principles. Every day is a Saturday, the 24 seven lifestyle. I can apply those same principles, whether I have a artisan coffee roasting company, a catering company, or I'm selling rubs to a barbecue guy in North Carolina. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love it. That's um, um, for those that have been following the show for a while, you will, you all know that that's, that's how we live our life. We've got Neva. She's been in business with us since she was two. We're a 24 <laughs> seven, we're, we're a 24 seven lifestyle family as well. So. Well, it's funny because that it's, I I had that awesome. I had that philosophy 15 years before Tim Ferriss came out with a four hour work week. You know, I <laughs> I was a seri- I was a lifestyle entrepreneur before it was a thing. Um, yeah, it's just it's Tim, about Tim just like, made it popular. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's okay. I like to be a hermit when I'm not working, so I'll give uh, him all amen. the credit. <laughs> amen, Mitch. One more time, where can people go find more information about you? My books are on Amazon.com. If you want to learn just more about uh, me and the, the educational stuff that we do, just go to PowerMarketing101.com, and that's the conduit to lots of different things. You can also check out uh, Business Edge Radio. It's on as a podcast. You can also check out the Barbecue Radio Show. It's a five-minute once a week uh, that airs on radio stations and as a podcast. It's just things, you know, here's a five-minute recipe on smoked brisket. And here's five things that you can do to your grill to get it ready for spring. Just fun, playful, sound effects, high energy, music. Uh, definitely check it out on whatever podcast platform you consume your content. Fantastic. Folks, go out there, take a look at what Mitch is doing in the world. Tap in, start improving your own customer service in your business because it does matter. It is the lifeblood of your business. And until next time, go out there and incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Have an awesome day. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.